are joined on the program by former Baylor Bear, former Texas Ranger, now a current member of the uh, Fox Sports Southwest team, David Murphy. David, thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Good to be here. Hey, let's before we talk about some of the particulars, just the overall entertainment value of this World Series, this has been just an absolute fun series to sit back and watch, don't you think? Yeah, it's really been good. Um, there's been a lot of drama. Game four was obviously uh, amazing. And there were so many, so much back and forth. The funny thing is I was exhausted that night. And so I went to bed before the ninth. The Dodgers <laughs> had enough momentum for I'm like, I think they're going to pull it out. But it's been such a crazy back and forth game uh, that it might not happen. And then when I woke up the next morning and I talked to my son, I was like, the Dodgers won, right? He's like, no, the Rays won. I'm like, are you kidding with me? Um, so it just, man, that, what, what a great game. And, uh, man, there's been, uh, like I said, lot, lots of drama, lots of lead changes and, and lots of big plays. And then the Rays, uh, uh, I beg your pardon, the Dodgers, uh, came out the next night and, and was able to put that crazy conclusion behind them and go out and play well on Sunday night. And you know, to me, that's the mark of a champion. They are, and, you know, they're just a good team. You know, I think the on paper, the Dodgers would definitely be the favorite coming in. And I, I think normally if you're going to stack the Rays up against anyone, I think you would say that whatever team is playing the Rays is always going to be the favorite because the Rays are the, the low market team who tries to creatively put together a winner. You don't know how they do it, but – uh, you know, they find a way to go go out and do it, and they have some good starting pitching. They have a, a dynamic and nasty bullpen, and, and their offense just finds a, a way to do it. But the Dodgers are definitely um, full of star power and uh, can do a lot of different things. Let's talk about the other former Baylor Bear that's uh, in the big leagues. Uh, t- talk a little bit about Max Muncy, the uh, the first baseman, really having a terrific series and really having a terrific postseason. Well, if you look at what he's done since he really, you know, became Max Muncy 2.0 and really started to figure things out, um, he's been so consistent. You know, I know that the average wasn't quite there during the regular season this year, but I mean, this guy just has great at bats. He draws walks. He obviously hits for a ton of power. And what what I can't get over and just watching his at bats, you know, it, and it's fun to to watch the World Series and the postseason because you get to see a guy like Max. Uh, on a more consistent basis is, uh, you know, he seems like he's always the same guy. He's not afraid to swing out of his shoes that, you know, he takes those big swings to hit home runs. He is, um, he, he fits the perfect description for, for a modern day player with, with the three true outcomes, but man, he can really hit a fastball. He never gets off that fastball and it doesn't matter if it's 99, hundred miles an hour. If you make a mistake in the middle of the plate, He's going to hit it hard somewhere. There's a good chance he's going to leave the ballpark. And I think that's just the, the one thing that stands out is just the quality of at-bats because he does not really give much away. Does he remind you of anybody, uh, former teammates or anything? It, it, because, his, as you mentioned, he's not afraid to swing out of his shoes, but he, for a power hitter, he has such great command of the strike zone. Yeah, and that's I think that's the X factor there because there's plenty of guys who can hit the long ball, but to be able to to have such control the way that he does is just so impressive, and uh, and that just adds 
so much value, like I said, especially in today's game. But uh, you know, <laughs> the type of player that he is, I, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from him because his, his type of game and his his offensive production, it plays in in any era throughout the history of the game. So, um, you know, the funny thing is, if you probably rewind the clock. 10, 20, 30 years, we're, we're talking about a guy that might be a, an MVP candidate on a regular basis, but the way that the game has changed and there's so many guys that produce at ridiculous levels these days that he is definitely an, an upper echelon major leaguer. But when you have guys like uh, Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger that are playing right beside him, he doesn't necessarily get the, the notoriety that he should, but maybe that's perfect for him because uh, I'm sure – I would say that maybe he gets overlooked, but I'm sure that when pitchers go over there scouting reports and their meetings before games, they definitely know who Max Muncy is, and they know uh, to try to keep that fastball away from the middle of the plate and try to try to stay away from fastball counts if they can. So, if he had, if the if the Dodgers get it done tonight, and if he has a a solid night, a, a productive night, because he's had three hit. He's had three multi-hit games in this World Series already. If he has uh-huh. a productive night, is he in the MVP conversation, in your opinion? I think he, no, I think he's definitely in the conversation. Um, you know, Seager, man, I've always liked Seager, and what he's done in this postseason is pretty spectacular. So he's definitely in the conversation as well. Justin Turner has had a good series. But I don't think there's any clear-cut favorite. I mean, I would say that Seager probably has the upper hand. But at the same time, I don't know if it's clear-cut enough to where, um, you know, if somebody has a good game six, it might take them over above and beyond what they need to do to win the award. So I wouldn't be surprised if he goes two for four, three for four, uh, hits a home run tonight, that, that he winds up getting that MVP. David, when you look at the two performances that Kershaw had in the World Series – is it time for the, everybody, all the naysayers, to be quiet? I think so. Um, I, I think we just need to get him that ring. And that's, <laughs> you know, he, he's one of those guys that I know it's easy for a lot of people to want to cheer for the Rays because they are the underdog. But for, you know, for example, the Yankees, everybody always wants the Yankees to lose because they've won so much and they're the evil empire. I think the same could be said for the Dodgers because they're so talented. They've won so many uh, division titles in a row, but I feel like for the Dodgers and what they've done and for uh, how heavily favored they could be, there's still a team to really like, regardless of, you know, whether you're a Baylor fan and you love Max Muncy or whatever, because uh, Mookie Betts, I just, I love the guy, great player, plays the game the right way. I just mentioned Corey Seager. Um you know, at times Bellinger's got a little bit more flair than I like, but but at the same time, I can't doubt uh, the, the talent out there. And then, as you mentioned, Kershaw, you go back to um, just one of the best pitchers in the history of baseball, and he needs a title. And so uh, I would have no problem with, with the Dodgers winning it because I, I would love Clayton Kershaw to win a ring. Going back to game four and how that everything unfolded, what were your thoughts once all of that, once the dust finally settled in that game? I think it's just funny because, uh, you know, I think I've seen so much baseball throughout the course of my life that it takes a lot for, for to get me excited. And a lot of that excitement usually comes in the postseason. Uh, for example, in 2016, uh, closer to the end of Game 7, when Rajay Davis hit that home run off Araldis Chapman, and I'm, I'm yelling in another room, and my wife has, had to run in there. She was wondering what was going on. <laughs> but it was kind of uh, – 
a similar type of situation with all the back and forth. I mean, I'm, I'm getting verbally animated and, and my family is like not, not used to seeing that. So um, I just, I, I love seeing good baseball. And a lot of times, you know, there, I might have a favorite here and there, but for the most part, people ask me, you know, who do you want to win the world series? And I'll say, you know what? I don't really care who wins. I just want to see good baseball. I want to see it. To, I want to see it go seven games if possible. I want to see a lot of lead changes. I want to see a lot of drama. And that is exactly what this World Series has given us, especially Game 4, and hopefully we see more of that tonight. Okay, I, I know you want a Game 7. Do we see a Game 7, or do the Dodgers get it done tonight? I think so. I think the Rays have the upper hand, just the fact that they have Snell going and mm-hmm. a former Cy Young winner. Uh, not that Gonsolin is is – not capable of putting up a good performance, but I would say just in terms of, of where the pitching staffs are, I would give the Rays the upper hand tonight. It's postseason baseball. Anything can happen, but if I am going to make a prediction, I would say that the Rays will pull it out uh, just because of what to expect on, on the pitching side and the fact that um, their bullpen is fully rested as well. That helps the Dodgers also, but I think the Rays just that they have a better bullpen. Hey, David, enjoy the game tonight, and if we have a Game 7, enjoy it as well. And as always, we appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. That's David Murphy.